Good morning. It's a beautiful day here. Um, it is feeling more and more like fall and you are listening to Embracing Homemaking. I am your host, Leah Coleman, and we are on a decluttering challenge um, podcast series. And if you haven't been keeping up with your decluttering, don't worry about it. Take the ones that you want to do, the ones you have time to do and do those. And today's um, declutter challenge should be fairly easy. Um, you will be super glad you will do it. And it is going to be decluttering your purse. And I know that my purse can fill up with shopping lists, garbage, just random things that I'm like, how did this get in here? Um, and so when I clean it out, <clears throat> it is just so much nicer and easier to find stuff. So that is the declutter challenge number five for this week. And um, I hope that you've been enjoying this decluttering series. Um, it's just, yeah, refreshing to declutter. So I don't need to spend a lot of time talking about decluttering your purse because it's your purse. You know what's in there. Um, if you already keep a clutter-free purse, great. Declutter something else. Declutter shoes. I've got a bench full of shoes that I need to go through. Some of them are too small or old or whatever, and we don't wear them anymore. So I need to go through that. And, um, so I might get that done this week, but yeah. So I hope you guys are enjoying your fall. Um, we got our cattle moved over to our place on Saturday. Saturday was a huge day, but, um, um, it was a huge day, but satisfying. That's what I was looking for. Satisfying. We started the morning out with, um, you know, my favorite tea and whipped cream. Um, and then we went over and taught our friends how to butcher chickens for a couple hours, um, so that they could do it on their own. And so then after we were done with that, um, Jason and the boys went to set up panels to be able to load up our cattle onto our trailer. I went and did laundry, um, and then came home, chatted with the girls for a little bit. Bailey had her wisdom teeth taken out last Thursday. Um, it went really well. The, the doctor did a great job. The nurses did a great job. Um, it didn't take very long and she came and spent the night Thursday night and then just laid on our couch all day Friday and then spent the night again, Friday night, Thursday night, just to keep an eye on her, you know, if she needed extra help. But, um, Friday night was just because she stayed over because we were watching a movie. So, um, anyway, she's doing well. The anesthesia thing went well. I've never dealt with anesthesia. I've never had it. I didn't have it when I had my wisdom teeth taken out. Um, so I was a little nervous about it, but it went really well. And her, she says she's feeling pretty good. Just a little bit of pain here and there, but yeah. So anyway, I don't remember how I got on to that when I was talking about Saturday, Bailey was over, we were talking. Um, and then I went and helped load up the cattle. Um, and we took two trips, um, just so the baby calves wouldn't get squished in the trailer and, um, <clears throat> got them to our place. And then we got ready to go to a wedding, which was beautiful. And the reception, delicious food, beautiful venue. Um, just a lovely wedding. The family should be very proud. Um, and yeah, it was a big day Saturday. Sunday was a good day of rest. We, cherish our Sundays of rest. And, um, <clears throat> we'll kind of, we don't eat breakfast together on Sundays much because it's just kind of a lazy day. And 
we usually eat breakfast together every morning. Um, and then Sundays we've kind of gotten into this nice routine of just relaxing and I don't cook much for breakfast. We have oatmeal and stuff. Um, and then we went to church and had a potluck afterwards and then came home and rested. It was just a wonderful Sunday. Um, I hope you guys have restful Sundays too, because you know what? We need those days of rest. We do, we do, we do. Um, yeah, we discovered last year, um, that we just really needed to slow our Sundays down. And so we, um, spend time, um, in the Bible before we go to church, we spend that together as a family. And then, um, we spend time in the Bible every morning, but on Sundays we spend a little extra time together in the Bible before we go to church. And then we go to church and if there's a potluck, we might be able to stay for that. And we might not. And then we did yesterday and we like to watch movies when it's not football season. And when it is football season, then football is on. And we just really, really, I cannot emphasize enough how much we cherish our restful Sundays. Um, I was talking to somebody last year about it and just saying, you know, we just, um, we just really want our Sundays to be restful because our weeks are so busy and tiring. Um, not that we run a lot. We're just not runners, but you know, just a work week is just busy. It's tiring and we just need to rest up for, um, the week. And so he was like, interestingly enough, Sabbath does mean cease, like cease to work. And, you know, I think that there's a reason why God wants us to have a day of rest. He took a day of rest. That was obviously our example. And um, I think we, unfortunately, in our culture can make Sundays so busy doing good, good things, you know, for church um, that we forget that we also need to just rest and slow down. And um our personal belief is that we need to make church a priority, fellowshipping with other believers, but adding in all the extra stuff is not required. And so what works best for our family right now is to go to the Sunday morning service um, of prayer, praise, worship, and then, you know, the, the sermon um, and visiting with other believers, our friends that are there and, and stuff. Um, and then resting the rest of the day. And so we just really try to keep it low key and again, very restful. I know I keep saying that, but it's just so important because we do feel a lot more prepared for Sundays when, I mean, for the rest of the week when we have taken the time on Sunday to rest. So, um, you know, I've talked a lot before about how we do not run. We, um, we limit how many activities our kids are in. Um, we just... We don't want to be gone so much that we never see each other because that is not healthy for a family unit. And so, um, that is a huge, um, piece of advice I would give you is, yeah, our culture is a go, go, go culture, but, um, and I know that there are some personalities that really do like to go all the time. And I understand that, um, but we also need to take care of our family unit, mostly, um, top priority. And if you, if the going is getting so much where the family structure is, um, suffering, then you need to reevaluate your schedule. And, um, 
take, for instance, us this last week, um, Jake, our freshman, was um, looking into playing basketball this year. And then we got to looking at what the basketball schedule would look like for our family. And um, we just decided that, you know what, I think we're going to just limit our sports activities for our kids this year, our high schoolers. Ty, we're not doing, I'm going to talk about him in a second. Um, but for our high schoolers this year, which would be Taylor and Jake, Taylor, she is a junior. Um, we just wanted to limit, we decided to limit our sports activities this year to two each. And, um, one of them being track and they both like track and that works out really well because they will both be varsity. Um, you know, they'll have the same meets. They will be at the same place the same time. Um, so, you know, Jason's not running one direction and I'm running a different direction for a different kid. So that works out well. And then, um, Taylor's other sport quote unquote is being a wrestling cheerleader. And Jake was looking into doing basketball track and baseball is his ultimate favorite sport. And that's, you know, spring and summer. Um, and we just decided last week that, you know what, we're going to limit it to two sports. And so he is going to do track and baseball. And um, it's hard. It is hard to tell, you know, last Friday's blast of encouragement was to tell your kids no, and you need to do it, even though it's really hard. And your kids are going to throw fits sometimes. If they're not used to the word no, they will throw fits. I wish I would have um, clarified that last Friday, um, that if, if the word no is not a common word in your household, then obviously anybody big or small will react in a certain way to the word. No, if it's the first time or, you know, you're finally serious about it and you're going to, and you're going to stick to your no, um, they will fight back against it and you just have to stay strong. And eventually they will figure out if you're consistent, um, and you mean your no, your no means no. They, the little kids will figure out that, oh, okay, my mom or my dad is serious when they say no, and then they will stop throwing fits so much. So that was, I wish I would have clarified that. Um, the fits should not continue. Don't let the, you know, anyway, whatever. I don't want to get on that trail, but um, it's hard to say no to our kids when, you know, we want to give them everything. We want them to be happy. And it's hard to tell your kids no to things that maybe they want to do, um, like sports, for instance, since we're on that subject, but it is for our family, it was necessary to, um, limit it to two sports this year. And, um, last year we did, he was in three sports and it just, it was too much for us. Um, and we just are very, I've talked about this in other episodes that we are very intentional and very um, adamant that we um, eat meals together. It's a very good connecting time for us. Um, and, um, and there was going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of meals, not just supper, but breakfast missed. Um, and it wasn't worth it to us. And you know what? Jake was fine with it. Um, he was a pretty easygoing kid. I'm sure that he was disappointed too. Um, cause he loves sports, but you know, you can't get everything you want. Um, and nor should you give your kids everything that they want, because then that that's how they view the world, that the world is um, there for their happiness. And that's just not reality. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So, um, yeah, so we decided to limit it to two sports this year each. And we might reevaluate next year, but for this year, that works best. And we are very happy about that. Um, 
And so it's going to be track and baseball for Jake and track and wrestling cheer for Taylor. And I said, I would talk about Ty in a little bit. Ty, we decided he is eight or almost eight. He'll be eight at the end of December. Um, we decided that we are not going to put Ty into any organized sports um, until junior high. And why is that? We did do organized sports for um, our other kids. Um, Ty is a, a straggler behind Jake by seven years. Um, and so <clears throat> we've learned some things, you know, and the one thing that we have learned is that our youngest children, our little kids, probably it's not necessary for them to be in organized sports until they're older. Um, just because we want our, our kids to be kids and, um, go play, you know, like last year in the spring, they had a football camp for, uh, it might've been K through six or something. And Ty was in first grade. And we let him go to that. It was just after school for a few hours. He got a t-shirt, he got some snacks. He had a great time and that kind of thing we're fine with, but this organized sport where we're running around for, um, you know, little kids, um, that just, we just decided that for Ty, um, just our experience from raising older kids, the older kids, um, that with Ty, we're just going to start in junior high. Um, and so that way, by the time he gets to junior high, he's not burnt out of sports. I think that that can happen because they play so much organized sports that by the time they get to the age when they should be um, maybe being really good or really excited about it, they're kind of getting burnt out of it. Um, and so not all kids, so I'm not going to say all kids are, um, but we, the parents are um, like, I, you know, we're not runners. And so, we just decided that we would rather just start Ty in junior high organized sports and he can do those little special clinics here and there. If they have, you know, if they have a basketball clinic or, um, something like that, I, that's fine. Um, that's just, we just, um, really, we just kind of go the opposite of the rest of culture. I think a lot of times, um, and we're okay with that. It's totally fine. <laughs> um, people don't always understand it. Like, wow, you're not doing this, but no, we're not, we're not doing every sport. We're not running all over. Um, we value our time as a family at mealtime. We value, um, resting on Sundays. Um, we just like to live a simpler, more quiet, calmer life and focus, you know, like Jake and Ty go with Jason in the evenings after they get home from school and they go do some work outside together and that's really important um, that they spend their time with their dad and learn those types of skills. Um, and Taylor and I, or Bailey too, if she comes over, we spend time together doing things um, or we all spend time outside working together. And so we find that that's really, really good. That's really good for them. It's really good for us. It's really good for our family. And <clears throat> just don't, don't take for granted, um, your time together. And, you know, they might be fighting against, Oh, I don't want to go outside and work, but they do enjoy it. They do learn. They do learn and they, they appreciate it too. They don't always seem like it, you know, just like when we were kids, um, you appreciate stuff more as you were older from what happened when you were younger than you do at the moment when you're young. Um, but the boys really do, um, enjoy that time with their dad. You can tell because, they come back in, um, happy, um, 
just refreshed it seems like and their little love tanks are filled up and stuff so not all the time you know everyone has their days or whatever but um yeah basically what i'm trying to say is we value our family unit more than we value running around for activities um, we do appreciate activities um, to a certain level of busyness so <clears throat> we know that that's important to be in in sports and in different activities that you enjoy but we just don't let it overtake our life. So I hope that that makes sense. So yeah, all that after a declutter challenge number five, um, I guess that must have been on my mind today about that. And um, yeah, so <clears throat> I don't know how you guys do it. Um, I hope it's working really well for your family, whatever it is. Um, I know some people, you know, like I said, like to keep busy and run, run, run. And as long as it's not affecting your family, great. You know, sometimes that's people's way of connecting too. So, you know, every family is different. So I hope you guys have a great week and cleaning out your purse will be fun and you'll be appreciative of it. Talk to you later.